Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. Now, of course, we've got to talk about the spring game and a lot of things that happened there, as well as preparing for the uh, the college football season, as well as the fact that Alyssa Gunay slipped out of the first round and Kayla Jones went right behind her. We'll talk about all that more on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. Are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, listen, I never want to be the guy who looks too deeply into spring games, so I'm not going to do that today, right? A 50-7 win for the red team, which consisted of mostly starters, over uh, the the white team, which consisted of, again, younger guys, developmental backups for the most part. And there are a few takeaways uh, from that, from the spring game that I want to talk about that I think are consistent with what I've already said here and what some things that are, are maybe unpopular opinions. But I'm going to say them anyway because it's me. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be me if I didn't get folks a little upset with some of the things I said. So, First thing first, Anthony Smith is still primetime TV. I said it last year, and he showed it every step of the way. Every time he was on the field, you had to keep your eyes on him. Something big was happening with him every single time, right? Uh, Even if we're talking about plays that didn't count, like when he uh, forced the fumble, or I don't know if he forced it, but the fumble recovery um, that he had his helmet off. Yeah, I believe he did force it as well, or or he at least kept – uh, the returner from picking up the the muff punter fumble there, but either way, Anthony Smith still primetime TV, still making it happen, still showing up day in day out, doing really really great things. Uh, as far as whenever he's on the field, he's electric. He is a deep threat. He is the type of guy if he gets the ball in his hands and he's even, he's probably leaving. So to see him have some big plays in the spring game, not a surprise at all. Not a surprise at all. To see how much the how, to see how much um, the red team puts the ball down the field, a little bit of this is kind of expected, um, but they they really did do a great job. Again, you don't want to overparse or look into a spring game so deeply that you forget things that are objectively there and are are happening. Um, so those, not trying to do that. But those are just some things that I noticed that are really big time. A question that folks had asked that was answered, is Chandler Zavala still around the team? While he's going through the saga with the NCAA, which again, I read you all of the facts of the case, word by word, as far as what the qualifications of the waiver are. Does Chandler meet those qualifications? Yes, he does. He meets every single one of them. So at this point, I mean, the, the question isn't about whether or not uh, he deserves it or whether or not he's entitled to it. It's about whether or not the NCAA will do the right thing. And that's, you know, that's a question that, I mean, when you think of the inception of the word student athlete and how that came to be, trusting the NCAA to do the right thing is, eh, mm. as us state fans know, it's not, not really, um, not really a sure thing. Right. So there's that. And aside from that, I I have a, a very hot take that, I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. 
I talked about quarterback Thurston in the past, and I've talked about how winning and, and doing things, um, doing certain things at a high level, particularly winning, makes quarterbacks much more attractive to the NFL than they probably should be. Henceforth, Kenny Pickett and him all of a sudden being um, all of a sudden being QB1 for a lot of people toward the end of the season. And why was that? Because his team had more success than the guys who were who then the other guys who are in the debate for QB1. Here is something you can book right now. You can take it to the store and bet on this all day and tomorrow. If this NC State team wins the conference, if this NC State team wins the conference, you heard it here first. You can take the, take this to the bank and cash it seven days of the week and twice on Sunday. I don't care if the bank ain't open on Sundays. That's how surefire of a lock this is. If this team wins the ACC, Devin Leary is going to be a first rounder. He's going to be a first rounder. I have no doubts in my mind about that. There isn't a world where that happens and he doesn't uh, become that. But now let, let me talk about something else that I've heard a lot. Um, especially with people seeing the the um, spring game and that there wasn't much running of the ball going on, okay? The question of uh, Jordan Houston under or over 800 yards rushing, okay? I don't quite think he gets to 800 rushing, but I think he gets to 1,000 total. I think he gets to 1,000 total. And when I look at the player that Jordan Houston is, I think that he is as explosive um, as the other guys that we've got, or as uh, Bam Knight was last year. But with that being said, I think he's a better receiver out of the backfield. And in a system where we're going to be passing the ball a lot, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's let's 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 just throw that out there. It ain't a secret. We're going to be passing the ball a lot. If we pass the ball a lot, he is going to be the check down option because. With what I've seen out of this team and what I thought out of this uh, receiving core, these guys are big-time deep threats. And we got uh, guys who can hurt you in, in the intermediate. So what do teams normally do to counteract that? Oh, we'll just play soft coverage. We'll play soft coverage and make them beat us as far as contested catches go. Well, when you play that soft coverage, what happens is there are holes underneath that that either the slot guys or running backs can take uh, advantage of. Jordan Houston is in a position to where he is going to be the check down option on an offense that features um, Thayer Thomas, Devin Carter, Anthony Smith. He and Keon Lassane, I believe, are going to be the check down option, even though Keon Lassane is another one that he can burn deep. He can get deep if he wants to. But I think that he's another one of those guys that, I, I think you need complimentary check down pieces so that you don't wear one out by, you know, every time uh, defenses are playing back, this guy's going to get 15 touches up. You want to spread that out a little bit. And I think that Keon Lassane is, is going to make that happen. So that being said, I think that this is a very clear cut, uh, very clear cut thing here. And, and another thing that I want to go under over on or not under over on, but I, if then statements, cause y'all know, I love those. Y'all know, I love those. If the trio or if the duo rather, because I know what Thayer Thomas is going to do. I think Thayer Thomas is going to get 
somewhere between 800 and 1,000 receiving yards just because he is over-reliable. He finds ways to get open. He is an athlete. He is a ball player, a playmaker. He has limitations that we all know about, but his limitations are not that to where he's not athletic, not explosive, all those. No, no. He's not a big body guy. He's he's not going to uh, go around dunking on DBs left and right. That's not what he is. But he's a guy that is tough to bring down after the catch. He's a guy that has good hands. He's a guy that is going to get open. With that being said, Devin Carter is a guy that I've been saying for years. He's going to have a breakout year. He's going to have a breakout year. He's going to have – this is it. This is Devin Carter's last shot. With that, with that being said, I'm still on this bandwagon. I'm still on this bet. He and Anthony Smith, again, those two, if they combine, if they combine for 1,500-plus, if they combine for 1,500-plus between those two, this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm telling you that with not a single lick of uncertainty. This team, this NC State team, those are the guys – and, and let me tell you this. I'm not talking about the defense a lot because we know what they're what they can do. We know, we know who the guys defensively are. We know what uh, we know what Peyton Wilson do, can do. We know what Isaiah Moore can do. We know what Kelly Durden can do. We've seen what Cyrus Fake can do. We've seen what um, what all the guys for the most part on defense can do. What we're looking at at this point, what will it take offensively for us to get over the hump? What will it take for us to uh, win an ACC championship? And again, the fact of the matter is we need to be uh, either committed to running the ball or get creative enough in that passing game to where we find ways to spread the ball to the wealth of playmakers that we have. And we do. We do have a wealth of playmakers. So that's where we need to go. That's where we need uh, to make our hay. That is where, again, if we're going to do anything as a team this season, that's where it happens in that receiving room, uh, outperforming a lot of folks' expectations for him. That's that's the goal. That's where it's going to happen. And uh, speaking of outperforming expectations, Built Bar will always do that because it is an amazing, amazing protein bar. When you think of protein bars, you think of something that is chalky or waxy or hard to chew down because you know they prioritize the being healthy over everything else. Well. That's not the case with Built Bar. Have you tried Built Bar Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yep, that's right, 100% real chocolate. And that's on every bar, by the way. So even if you're not going with Puffs, whatever you eat from Built Bar is going to be covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low calorie. High protein. You can replace candy bars with these. They're better for you and probably going to be better to you. So uh, go to build.com and scroll down to the macros chart and you'll be blown away. Like I said, high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Most bars contain 130 gram, or 130 calories, rather, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That is per bar, folks. So on top of the, the nutritiousness, they have deliciousness and mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and they've got white cookies and cream as well. You name it, they're coming out with a delicious flavor all the time. They'll probably make it. So go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. 
Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, we're back, and we've got to talk about uh, the the WNBA draft and what happened there because, you know, some people uh, predicted Alyssa Kunane to go as high as, you know, four or five, and she slipped down to uh, the 17th pick. Now, for those of you who don't know, there are 12 teams in the WNBA. So when you're looking at what a first-rounder is or how far, what the difference is between uh, where she was selected and where she was predicted to be selected, number five is about the middle of the first round, okay? Number five, that's that's about where that is. Um, if you're looking at 17, you're looking at the middle of the second round, Okay. And there are only three rounds in the WNBA pick as well, uh, in the WNBA draft as well. So the the pickings are a lot more slim, but the changes in slot from where you're um, drafted to from where you're drafted and predicted in this case um, is a lot more drastic from pick to pick. Okay, so if you're talking about NBA terms, I you you probably. Um, be looking at somebody that was supposed to be a, a higher lottery pick that would be going in the uh, early second round. Like that's that type of deal. So, you know, people are saying, well, how did this happen? And I believe that um, I believe that this was a result of there were some defensive liabilities and the idea that you could um, you could beat Alyssa or you could contain her by getting physical with her. You never want to hear that as a big, especially going to the next level where the physicality is only going to ramp up. You're only going to play against bigger, stronger, better players. And I I get that. I get that. But with that being said, she went to the Seattle storm with the 17th pick and mind you the Seattle storm. So in the WNBA, they have single elimination for the first two rounds. And then uh, best of five for the conference or for the uh, the league semifinals and then the finals. This was a team that went to overtime without their star player, Brianna Stewart, and uh, against the Phoenix Mercury, who ended up being the runners up, the, the NBA, who ended up being WNBA finalists. Let me tell you why I think Alyssa Gunane is in a really, really good spot to impact that team positively right away, okay? That Mercury, I'm sorry, that Storm team has a lot of good things going for them. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. There is no way around that. They finished, uh, I want to say they finished fifth in the NBA. So Yeah, they finished fifth in the NBA, um, just one game back of, or I'm sorry, they finished fourth, one game back of the Minnesota Lynx um, for third. But, Here's where I think that she could greatly help that team right away. We've I've already talked about Brianna Stewart and all that she brings and, and how uh, good of a player she is. But with that being said, that team is an excellent three-point shooting team. When I say excellent, I mean absolutely excellent three-point shooting team. So if they're excellent, if they're an excellent three-point shooting team, what does Alyssa being there mean? You now have another option in the post that can really score for you. That can really, really score for you. And on a team like that, that is vital because 
you have players spacing the floor. Okay, great. That's part of the ordeal. The other part is you've got to find ways to generate scoring underneath. If you can't, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be where you see uh, that's going to be where you see a lot of things as far as as far as games that you should win being lost because your three point shot just isn't falling and you don't have an alternative to fall back on games where, like I talked about with uh, the game that they got put out of playoffs, your star is out and you have to find other ways to generate points. Alyssa Kunane is, I mean, for where they got her, the value is immense because I think that she's instant offense right away in the WNBA, right away. I don't think that there is a, a world in which um, a the only big in, in college basketball to go 50, 40, 80 is not going to provide you with scoring right away. I don't think there's a world where that happens. So with all that we've seen with Alyssa, I think that she ended up in a, a really good situation uh, with the Seattle Storm. And again, with the way that they spread the ball around, with the way that I believe they led the WNBA in assists last year. So with the way that they spread the ball around and the way that they keep the thing hopping and moving, not just around the perimeter, but almost everybody gets a touch on a lot of possessions, that is going to bode well for Alyssa in terms of um, how she fits into the system because she's a good passer, not just a good passer for a big. She's a good passer who finds open teammates. And not only that, the floor space that they have is going to allow her to um, do more damage underneath because she's going to see one-on-one coverage more in the WNBA than she ever could have imagined at State. So there's there's the reality there. Kayla Jones went four picks behind her to the, uh, the Minnesota Lynx. Now, here's my thing about Kayla Jones. She is playing for a legend in the game in um, – and what is this woman's name? Cheryl Reeve. Now, let me tell you why Cheryl Reeve is an absolute legend, not only in the game uh, at large, but a legend me. She was an assistant for the Detroit Shock. That was the WNBA team that was based out of Detroit, as, as always. You don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, Cheryl Reeve has one less championship, one less women's basketball championship as a head coach in the uh, WNBA here than everybody else in the league combined. You understand? Like, this is not a, a thing of, oh, well, she's just uh, really fortunate to have really good play. No, Cheryl finds ways to put her players in positions to win, very similarly to Wes Moore. Kayla Jones is in good hands there, and I think that, again, the Minnesota Lynx are another team that made the playoffs last year. They For both of these two to go to good teams, to come from a winning culture, to go into winning cultures. That is important. That is vital because it will not be an adjustment for them to say, all right, I'm coming in here um, from the, the culture and the program that I've come into, but I'm now walking into a locker room where everybody's trying to get theirs and, and you know, I have to uh, juxtapose that against who I am or, or whatever the case may be. No, 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 no. These two are walking in the situations that are very similar team structures that are very similar to what they've already seen in that it is about the team. It's not about one person. Again, even if you're talking about the fact that uh, Brianna Stewart is, is, you know, loved, adored, all that good stuff and how good she is, that team took the mercury to overtime without her. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Like these are teams that are teams. These are teams that are complete teams. And so uh, Kayla Jones going to the Lynx, um, Alyssa Kunane going to the Storm. I think that they're both in great positions, and I'm betting on them to have uh, some success coming up here in this WNBA season, in their rookie seasons in the WNBA. I mean, who knows? I've been wrong before, uh, and I'll be wrong again in life, but I'll bet on them having success. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing. But I I hope that if you don't take anything else away from this episode, you take away a few things. I am telling you, you can book this. This is I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. If this team goes on to win the ACC, Devin Leary is going to be a first-rounder. But in order to do that, he will need big performances out of Devin Carter and Anthony Smith. Those two have to come up big, have to come up big. And both of them have the similar thing in them of they can make the huge play. They can make the spectacular play. Anthony Smith, we have not seen uh, it be requested of him to regularly make the mundane everyday play. Devin Carter has fallen short there a few times in his career so far. So we'll see how that goes. But those are the plays that are going to make this team great. Guys like those two being more than just big play savants, being guys who can find ways to wreck defenses, game plans by just making the small play that you would think, you know, that's not a big deal uh, in the grand scheme of things, but it's like the, the story of the uh, horse and the horseshoe, right? Um, Without the horseshoe, the horse can't ride. The horse can't ride. The horse can't deliver the message. The horse can't deliver the message. Um, the 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 folks don't know to secure the eastern front. The folks don't know to secure the eastern front. You don't win the war. These guys need to make sure that the horseshoes are ready to go. They need to make sure that they're doing the little things correctly. Because if those two, who again they can sabotage defenses. Uh, game plans in the blink of an eye. You can look up and all of a sudden, oh man, he's bobbing. Those two both have that ability in them. But with that being said, will they make the everyday play? Jordan Houston, another guy that's going to factor big into that. What does he bring? What does he add? Um, and as well as how how are the other backs going to step up? Because we see it in college all the time. We think one player is going to be the lead horse. That's going to be the guy that uh, gets it done. And then somebody else just emerges out of blue. So if somebody else is willing to emerge about up and out of the blue over uh, camp this year, by all means, I'm not against it. I'm all for uh, competition. I don't care how long anybody's been waiting. Nobody's entitled to anything. You got to go out there and earn it. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And Alyssa Kunane and Kayla Jones, again, Alyssa Kunane, 17th pick to the Seattle Storm. Uh, Kayla Jones, 21st pick to the Minnesota Lynx. I think they're both in good positions. We will see how this thing plays out. I think that, um, you know, Alyssa name was the Seattle Storm's first pick in this draft. They didn't have a first rounder. So I think, I think she is safe as far as the roster spot goes. I want to say the same for Kayla Jones. 
as well, but we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Um, all in all, they're both in good positions. I I think that they'll see a lot of success uh, coming up here, but you know we'll see. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you. Y'all make this show what it is. Wolfpack Nation, keep rocking with me, and I'll keep rocking with y'all. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. You are locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 